This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 1st of June. Justin, it's happy days for Fox Sports and mm-hmm. Channel 9. Not only have they just signed a new broadcast deal for the NRL, yep. but TV ratings were their best for a regular season game in six years Sh- on Thursday night. Champagne corks going everywhere. <laughs> Brett, Forbes magazine has revoked its declaration what? that Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. No, no, no. Yep, Forbes is accusing Kylie of inflating her own income oh, from no. her cosmetics company. Kylie Cosmetics. Gone. Poor Kylie. Three absolutely fantastic stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Optus, Australia's number two telco Mm -hmm. company, has had a disastrous three months where profit dropped by over 80%. Not the best news from Optus here. So Mm -hmm. what's the backstory? When the pandemic struck, Optus and the other telcos Mm -hmm. were really quick to provide great customer assistance. Yep, they offered extra data packs and waived late fees. And given how essential these telco providers became, Mm -hmm. they each experienced a big rise in usage as we all started to work from home. So it's interesting that Optus has actually encountered such a large drop in profit. Mm. So what's actually happened? Okay, Optus is blaming it on a couple of things. One, COVID. And two, the bushfires from summer. Most scary thing here though, Mm -hmm. Optus reckons the worst is yet to come. As the economy slugs along this year. Particularly once JobKeeper and JobSeeker payments stop. Optus knows that many customers will experience financial hardship and therefore won't be able to pay their bills. So what's the key learning here? Even before COVID, the telco industry was experiencing a bit of pain. And that's because there was this cocktail of issues for telcos. Mm, Customers are moving to the NBN network, which is less profitable for Optus. And to make matters worse, Optus hasn't been able to make any money from global roaming this year. AKA their cash cow. Pandemic equals no travel. No travel means no roaming. No roaming equals no surprisingly huge phone (laughs) bills for us. So it'll be very interesting to see how Optus and Australia's other telcos fare over the next few months. For our second story, SpaceX, Mm -hmm. the company started by Tesla's Elon Musk, has become the very first private company to try to send humans to space. This is kind of unbelievable. So (laughs) what's the story here? Okay, since 2011, American astronauts have been getting rides to the International Space Mm -hmm. Station on Russia's spacecraft. But the Americans just didn't want to rely on the Russians anymore. So NASA gave billions Mm -hmm. of dollars to SpaceX and Boeing to develop a non-Russian alternative. And very long story short, SpaceX... SpaceX won that space race. So for the first time ever, a private spacecraft, i.e. not owned by a government, has sent people to space. SpaceX, which is valued at a lazy $36 billion, spent six years preparing for this launch. So what's the key learning here? One small step for man and one giant leap forward for the business world (laughs) and space travel. If this mission goes well, SpaceX's dream of commercializing space travel may not be so far away, Brett. Although governments are today's space travel customers, Mm -hmm. there are also others emerging here. That's right. At some stage in the future, space companies like Richard Branson's Mm -hmm. Virgin Galactic plan to actually have paying customers on commercial flights to space. And the tickets are going for as cheap as (laughs) 250,000 buckaroonies. Start saving now. For our third and final story, the company that owns TikTok, Mm -hmm. named ByteDance, surprised everyone when they announced that they had made a whopping $3 billion of profit last year. Which means it is definitely Mm. Earth's most valuable No doubt about it. Okay, so we know TikTok, the hugely addictive Mm -hmm. video sharing app, but like you said, profit, how much money is ByteDance bringing in here? Well, revenue was $17 billion in 2019. Wow, that's approximately $2 profit for each of its (laughs) 1.5 billion monthly users. Can we put 
put this into context for sure. a second, like how does this compare to the other big names? ByteDance's numbers are better than YouTube. Which made $15 billion in and revenue. And they're getting pretty close to Instagram as well. Which made $20 billion in revenue. Yep. And what's so crazy about these huge numbers is that they are pre-pandemic. AKA before TikTok became even more of an <laughs> obsession for its users. So what's the key learning here? TikTok is the first Chinese app to truly make it in the English-speaking world. Other Chinese apps like WeChat have hundreds of millions of users in China, mm. but they've never made it near mainstream yep. in the West. ByteDance has been big in China for several years, mm-hmm. but only when it bought Musical.ly in 2017 is when it really started to become a global phenomenon. So, Brett, how much do you reckon ByteDance could be worth right now? Well, it doesn't look like they're looking to do an IPO or sell or anything soon, but many believe it could be almost $200 billion, Wowie. Justin. To all our new and old members of the Flux family, Mm -hmm. if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you follow and subscribe so that then you can listen to every day's episode. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.